Welcome to the Wellness Wave Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Locke, and my goal is to help you help yourself unlock your full potential for receiving abundance and success. Every Monday, jumpstart your week by empowering yourself with knowledge and advice about wellness and personal growth, biohacking and habit stacking, manifestation and nervous system regulation, and so much more. And remember that slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to be. Wellness is a lifestyle and a movement to create a world full of people who feel safe, strong, and loved. And practicing good wellness habits can have a ripple effect on those you surround yourself with. So with that, let's create waves. Hello, friends. Welcome back to your favorite hot girl podcast. Happy Monday. Let me just give you the scoop on how my morning started. I woke up earlier than usual because I promised Patrick that I would make him a smoothie before he went to work. And I made the smoothie. It was freaking divine. It was like a peanut butter and jelly, had wild blueberries, dragon fruit, peanut butter. Um, It was my favorite, my coconut peanut butter. I'm in love with it. Uh, And so, yeah, it was really, really good. And I took a sip of it after I made it. Super yummy. And then all of a sudden, out of the corner of my eye, I see the smoothie, my favorite glass, falling and crashing and burning. And it shatters on the floor. Smoothie everywhere. You get the picture. I'm like half asleep still. I didn't really want to get out of bed, but I promised Patrick I would make him the smoothie So I'm just all of a sudden very much in like a stress state, which like, you know how it is. Obviously, it's not that big of a deal. But when something like that happens, your instinct is to just jump straight to, oh my gosh, this is the first thing that happens to me on a Monday morning. This must be a sign of how my day, how my week is going to go. It's just going to be terrible. And so I'm like, Patrick, can you please go and get me some extra paper towels? Because the paper towels on the roll are out of course and he walks in to the laundry room where we keep that stuff and he says do you want the bad news or the bad news and I'm like oh great we're out of paper towels so I ended up having to lock my cats in the bedroom I had to leave to go to the grocery store I got some uh coffee first because I needed it and There was smoothie and shattered glass all over my kitchen floor. I came home to clean. Then I did some laundry. One of my nails came off, my SNS nails, and my nails were super beautiful and grown out natural, but it ripped it right down to the nail bed. Fortunately, not on the nail bed because that would have been a lot worse if that had been super painful. But my nails looked very silly at that point. So I was like, well, I guess this is my sign that I need to go and finally get this SNS taken off. So I go, I've been having like some irritation, eczema type stuff on my fingers recently. So I felt like I needed to take a break from the SNS and just go with some regular polish. So I did end up getting this really beautiful manicure. It's kind of like the no polish nail look. You've heard of the no makeup makeup look, but this is the no polish uh, nail look that I am proposing. And it is Alter Ego by OPI for the base and then Funny Bunny for the tips. And it's really lovely. It just looks again like my natural nails, but enhanced. So I'm here for that. But back to the fact that I instantly went into this fight or flight stress state when these things were happening. I really had to do some mental coaching work and be like, you get to choose 
how you look at this. If this is a glass half full moment or a glass half empty moment. And I decided I was going to look at it as glass half full as in this is the worst thing that's going to happen to me all week and it's only uphill from here. That is how I want you to look at every single negative thing that happens to you. Of course, you're going to come across obstacles. You're going to have challenges. There are going to be things that really just get under your skin and make you want to rip your hair out. And maybe you'll feel some some heat coming up in your body. Maybe you'll want to cry. And that's okay. You can do those things. You can release that energy. But at the end of the day, we need to step back and really learn to distinguish like what's not that big of a deal and what is not worth our peace, not like what is not worth losing our peace over. Because ladies, we're here protecting our peace this summer. And that is what this episode is all freaking about. We are glowing up. You know, the hot girl summer deal, the glow up guide, if you will. But we're we're going to a different level here. We are not just hot girl summering, but we are holistic, healthy, human hot girl summering. Okay? I just went on my first beach trip of the season. I'm so excited because I'm already going back last, or I'm going back next week, kind of last minute. But I went a couple weeks ago with my family and it was just so Oh, it just got me in such an amazing mood for this upcoming season. Uh, The ocean is so rejuvenating. The salt water, you've got those ions in the air that are helping with those free radicals. You've got the grounding nature of it. You've got the infrared light whenever you're going to look at the sunset or the sunrise, which I love to do. It's one of my favorite things to do at the beach. Getting infrared light first thing in the morning and as the sun is going down is so good for regulating your circadian rhythm so you're getting better sleep. That's going to help regulate your hormones. It's just this domino effect of wellness and also the salt water has so many minerals in it. So if you go for a swim, you're absorbing all of that into your skin. It's like taking an Epsom salt bath except even better because it's straight from nature and you're getting... use me. You're getting the sunshine, the vitamin D, all the good things. I'm also just feeling so inspired content wise, especially like visually. I feel like I've really been glowing up and stepping up my visual content game recently. I've been doing these little mood board layout situations very Pinteresty vibes. For a while, I feel like I was only taking video clips and I just would forget to take photos in all situations, but I found it's actually something I've missed a lot. And yeah, so if you follow me on Instagram or Pinterest, or if we're even friends on Facebook, then you've probably seen what I'm talking about. And they're under a highlight reel on my Instagram called Moods. So if you want to check it out, go look there because... Your girl is getting on her Pinterest game. I feel like my vibe this summer is coastal grandma meets chic cowboy. That's what we're doing here. Right before I went on this beach trip, I had a really good session with my therapist. I've always been really open in general and not afraid to talk about my mental health. Um, I've never been someone who feels awkward talking about emotions That being said, I feel like 
recently we've finally been getting to the deeper layers of things that I genuinely just feel embarrassed to talk about, which is really where like that shadow work and healing happens. When you get to the things that aren't easy for you to talk about with other people, let alone admit to yourself. So these are things like my financial habits, my tendency to be late to things. I've just been kind of like a chronically late person my whole life, which is part of why I love the freedom that I have in my career and making my own schedule. But yeah, these are just hard things for me to talk about. And I think it all kind of stems from this insecurity and this fear of not being able to be reliable. Not only that people can't count on me, but that I can't count on myself. Um, In the past, I've had a really hard time staying consistent with healthy habits. I think this has stemmed from obviously like some trauma at the core and then having a hard time trusting the process and this lack of trust that these things that are supposed to work would actually work and the lack of trust in myself. But what is one of the best ways to rebuild that self-trust and confidence? Start super small. Build the muscle. You can't walk or run or leap or climb, if you can't even hold your head up off the ground or crawl or roll, we need to get back to the basics here and build upon that. So no matter where you are at in your glow up journey, this episode is going to have something for you, Missy. We're talking about becoming our best selves, but also loving all of the versions of ourselves, even when we're in what we have perceived in the past as our worst selves, we're embracing those parts of ourselves because only by doing that can we really heal and step into that divine goddess, I have everything together because I release the control of needing to be perfect. So yeah, being hot is about holistically taking care of yourself, taking care of all parts of yourself, giving yourself that care and empathy and and, uh, compassion. I used to be the girl who thought that drinking a lot and getting obnoxious and kind of throwing myself at guys, being grungy and promiscuous, being the e-girl, staying up all night just to take Adderall and drink four shots of espresso in the morning and starving myself all day just to binge at Taco Bell and I was cross-faded at midnight was cute. I thought that was cute. I thought that was what was going to attract the people that I wanted to be around. And I think that really stemmed from me just not having any self-worth, obviously. Um, but that's – it's not it's not cute. I don't want to be mean. And, like, obviously, this is not in any way from a place of judgment. If that's you where you're at right now, like, I feel you. I have been there, hun. Been there, done that. But I guarantee that you will love your life more if you can shift away from those habits and step into habits that are really going to help lift your vibration, get you into the mindset where you're attracting other people who also care about themselves and want to take care of themselves. And I promise you, like... (laughs) I feel like I used to think that in order to make good art and be creative, I had to be suffering. I'm sure that you have probably heard this or seen this yourself. Like we're told that artists are like 
starving and suffering. And there's no in-between between that and then like the really successful rich artists. But even those people are portrayed a lot of the time as as like drug addicts and people who are really messed up in the head. It's really sad and it's just not the case. I think that that is just a way for us to stay suppressed and for us to not come into our true power because I feel more creative and inspired in general. Obviously, I have the days and the periods where I feel stuck and I'm stagnant and I don't feel like doing anything, but those are my rest periods and I respect that those periods because we're all about honoring our cycles here, right? And that's a huge thing that I'm probably going to touch on throughout this episode um, and throughout my podcast in general. Let's be honest. It's literally called the wellness wave. We're talking about the waves. Speaking of, little sidetrack moment here because I can't stay on topic ever. Oh, email. Close out of you. I wouldn't really consider myself a Jesus girl, but I did go to church the other day with my little sister because I honestly love exposing myself to different spiritual settings. I think that there's always something valuable to take away. I know a lot of people have like Christian religious trauma or it's just left a bad taste in their mouth or it doesn't really resonate with them. But I just find little snippets and of wisdom that I see so clearly how it aligns with the things that I believe. But anyways, uh, the other day, it was on Mother's Day, they brought up a scripture. Let me find it. All right. Did you know that I was going to preach to you in this episode? Um, This is the story, uh, the parable, I guess it would be called. I don't know of Jesus walking on the water. And it's Matthew 14, 22 to 33, if that's something you're interested in, in doing more investigating in. Okay, immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone and the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter said, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked to the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshiped him, saying, truly, you are the son of God. Now, let me tell you, that hit me because in this situation, I kind of saw Jesus or God, you know, that's like your higher self. That is the divinity within you. That is what you need to place your trust in because that's what's going to guide you to your goals. And now I'm not saying you can just sit on your butt and manifest all day and not do anything. You have to take aligned action. But when you stop trusting in yourself, when you stop trusting in the process, then that's when you're going to to become afraid and you're going to fall and you're going to get crashed down by the waves. But if we develop these healthy habits and routines and we trust in the process, we trust ourselves, then we can walk on water. We can ride those waves with ease. We can go through the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows of life without feeling like we're being beaten down over and over again and like we're never going to be able to get our bearings. So with that, since this is a holistic Hot Girl Summer episode, 
I want to share some healthy habits that I have been building in. Not all of them I'm perfect at, but you know, we're doing our best here and that is what is most important. I want to split them up into mind, body, and spirit. Now, obviously, these three aspects of our being are so interconnected that there's going to be some overlap, but I am categorizing based on what I think is like most directly impacted, you know, but it's, it's all a domino effect. So anything that you do and what I'm about to talk about, whatever habit you decide to implement, it's going to have a ripple effect. Now, before I dive any deeper, I just want to say like, we're all at different points on this journey, right? Like some of us are starting from scratch and we just need help. We feel like we're being drowned and and we can't catch a break from the waves crashing over us. While some of us are, are in a pretty good space now, we're in a good routine, we just need some reminders, right? But that being said, take what you feel like is going to help you right now from what I'm about to share. Also, again, if you're from that, if you're kind of starting at the start line, then I would recommend just picking like one or two of these things to build in every couple of weeks. Because if you try and do everything at once, you are going to burn out. You are not going to see the, the benefits. This is a slow process. And remember, as I always say, slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to be. Mm. And with that, let's get into it. We're first going to talk about the mind. First, I'm going to pour the rest of the kombucha that I am drinking. Got to get those probiotics because... Gut health is essential for mental health. We'll talk a little bit more about gut health in the body component as we talk about nutrition. You have what's called a gut-brain axis. Your digestive system, your gut, the microbiome within you, and your brain, your nervous system are in constant communication. And the majority of your serotonin, which is that neurotransmitter that helps you feel alert and awake and happy and focused, the majority of that is produced in your gut. So if your gut ain't right, your mind ain't going to be right. However, that being said, I believe that the mind is so much more powerful than we are told that it can make us sick or it can make us well. And the way that you talk to yourself the, the conversations that you are having, that inner dialogue, is critical for how your energy gets conveyed to the world around you and how your energy works within you to heal your body and to heal you of ailments, to keep you from getting sick, to, again, like help you recover from chronic illness. Now, I'm not saying that you're not ever going to be unwell no matter how good your mind is. That's not what I'm saying here. But let me just say, there are so many studies that show that people who are recovering from an injury or an illness tend to recover much more effectively, much more quickly, and with fewer long-term um, side effects and impacts when they have a positive outlook and they have, they have hope and they've got the mental toughness to get through the struggle because the struggle is real y'all and it's gonna keep being real 
And that's just a part of the human experience. We have to learn how to navigate that. And it's a beautiful opportunity that we get that. So start seeing your stressors and your your obstacles as beautiful experiences and opportunities for growth instead of seeing them as something that is meant to keep you trapped. And if you find yourself in a toxic situation, you have the power to get out of it. You do, 1,000%. A lot of it, though, I'd say like 99% of it comes from that mental talk and what you believe you are capable of. All right, enough of my little rant, though. Let's talk about some practical habits and some ways that you can strengthen your trust in yourself and your mental toughness, all that good stuff. So my first tip, make your bed every single day, non-negotiable. Even if you don't make it first thing in the morning, make it before you get in bed at night. I, to be honest with you, this was the first habit that had kind of a ripple effect on the rest of the healthy habits that I have developed. This was something that my therapist and I talked about years ago, like probably six or seven years ago now. And I have gone through periods since then where I have not spoken with her for a, like a long time, for several years, like all of COVID and all of like my last two years of college, I didn't speak with my therapist, but I started seeing her again in October because I was just dealing with a lot of anxiety Um, you, if you've been listening to my podcast since the beginning, you'll know that there was a couple months where a lot of the topics that I shared were related to anxiety and stress. And obviously I still talk about those things because it's not like, it's not something that's just disappeared from my life. I just have much better tools for managing it now. And most importantly, I have that mental dialogue that can get me from away from spiraling, but back to making the bed. I find that making the bed for me gives me that instant check the box feeling first thing in the morning. It reminds me that I am capable of accomplishing my goals and it may seem small, but it does something in your brain. It's almost like this this reward of seeing the made bed and feeling this like subconscious sense of satisfaction and a conscience, conscious sense of satisfaction. Also, it just feels so good to get into a made bed at the end of the evening. The next thing I would suggest doing is building the Mel Robbins high five into your routine. This is as simple as high-fiving yourself in the mirror each day while you look yourself in the eyes. I love doing this, especially when I am feeling really down and anxious or I'm scared. Doing this really gives me that boost of courage that I need and hope that that I can get through this with myself, that we are a team, you know, like there, there really are two of you within you. There is that observer voice and then there is the the voice that is constantly worrying and, you know, getting stressed about the very material earthly things. But Mel Robbins does such an amazing job of explaining this and how effective it is. But think about all the times that you've high-fived somebody. Like you you don't have a negative association with high-fiving for the most part. I mean, I'm sure there's some really like weird, obscure case. But in general, it's a very positive thing and you've likely only had positive experiences with it. So... By association, high-fiving yourself in the mirror, like that's a good thing and that's something that is going to give you 
the boost of confidence and the energy and the community and the acceptance within yourself. This next one is one I'm definitely still working on and that is no social media for the first hour of the day and for the last hour before sleeping. I really have a hard time with this to be honest you guys. I have a very easy time justifying to myself that I'm doing it for work or I'm doing it to get inspired, you know, blah, blah, blah. But setting those boundaries, I think, with your phone is so important, not just for your mental health, but also for, you know, at night, you're at the blue light really messes with your melatonin production, your circadian rhythms. So it's really important to give yourself some time to wind down and also give yourself some time in the morning to really like melt into the world because that time is an intimate period. You know, not just anybody gets to see you first thing in the morning. That is, that's something that is reserved for the most special people in your life, whether it's your partner, your closest friends, your sibling, your family. So why would you, why would you ingrain yourself in the world that early when there's literally billions of people or millions, whatever? I don't know how many people are on social media, but the point is you wouldn't show yourself off to that many people like in person. So why would you do it online? You know what I mean? Next up, hot girls listen more than they speak. I'm telling you guys, ever since I started my coaching program and have been building this in, it has been a real game changer, not just in how I see myself, but I feel like in how other people see me and how easily I make connections with people, how easy it is to have conversations with people, like ask good questions. People want to talk about themselves. You just have to you just have to pinpoint their triggers that make them really amped up and excited and passionate. And I'll be the first to admit, I am a talker, y'all. I have always loved talking about myself. And I've found in the past that a way that I, I tend to try and relate to people is by sharing my own real experiences and stories that I've, I feel like they might relate to. But in general, I feel like this isn't quite as effective as you might think because one, you're taking away time that the other person could be sharing about themselves. Two, you're giving away your power by being vulnerable. And like, yeah, being vulnerable is good to an extent, but hot girls know have boundaries when it comes to their vulnerability. Healthy, hot, holistic have boundaries with what you share to other people. Don't overshare and be more open to listening and receiving because if you can receive in conversation, you can receive in your career, you can receive financially. So it really is this act of being open to receiving and giving it that space. Because if you're talking and talking and talking, you're just giving, you're not receiving, right? Makes sense. And the last tip that I have for your mind for a healthy and holistic hot girl summer is to find appropriate, keyword appropriate, times to be impulsive. For example, I planned a last minute beach trip for next week, like I mentioned earlier in the episode. And I'm super excited about it because I'm really trying to live it up this summer. I'm trying to have this be my best summer yet. And I know it will be because I'm in the right mindset for it now. Now I know that it's not possible for everybody to just drop their life and go to the beach for a week at last minute's notice. I am very fortunate that my job and what I do for my career lets me work from wherever 
I mean, I, I need that. I need that sense of freedom. If you don't have that though, there are still so many ways that you can be impulsive. You can, you know, I'm going to be a bad influence here, but you and some girls from work can decide that you're going to skip the day and you're going to go and, you know, have a picnic or you're going to, I don't know if that's the best example. I'm a bad influence. Don't listen to me. But I think as long as in general, you're really reliable and you're showing up, you know, doing something like that once every six months is not the end of the world. But you can go and on, on a picnic or go on just like an impulsive day trip to a cute town a few hours away from you. Like there's a lot of little ways that you can, can build that sense of adventure and excitement into your life, keep things interesting. You know, you can surprise your, your partner to like a fancy dinner or something. Like just do something spur of the moment. It's such the vibe this summer and it's so good for your mental health to just like release that grasp of everything having to be structured and planned all the time. It really helps you tap into that divine feminine energy, which I know we are all feeling this summer. Okay, but moving on to body, body, yaddy, yaddy. First things first, y'all need to stay hydrated. I know enough. I know there's plenty of you that do not drink enough water. I just got my first ever 40 ounce Stanley tumbler. And y'all, it is worth the hype. Let me tell you, it's just absolutely amazing. I feel like I really have been doing a much better job at staying hydrated and drinking more water. And it's showing in my skin, in my my demeanor. I feel like my head hurts less. I just feel good. But when it comes to hydrating, we're not just hydrating internally, but we're also hydrating externally and we're protecting our skin. I love my Osea body oil. I love my ozonated olive oil. It's so good for cellular repair, especially if you're out in the sun a lot. You need to be protecting your skin. Now, I I have thoughts about sunscreen in the sun. First of all, you need a mineral-based sunscreen, none of that chemical BS. Find something that is as natural as possible. I just love like the zinc, that the zinc oxide. That's the good stuff. Um, I love to get 10 or 15 minutes of sun exposure with no sunscreen on. I think that that is the best way to actually absorb some good vitamin D through the sunshine uh, and then put sunscreen on. I have made the mistake too many times of spending longer than 15 minutes out in the sun and then getting absolutely roasted like a tomato. And I have fair, very pink undertone skin. If you've seen on Instagram, you know that I am a freaking China doll. I do get color to me though, which is nice. I wouldn't say I get tan, but we'll see. We'll see this summer. <laughs> but anyways, I burn, I burn easily if I'm not wearing sunscreen. So wear your sunscreen. And then after you come out of the sun, make sure you're hydrating your skin with those luscious oils. I also would recommend you start oil cleansing your face. Stop using those stripping harsh cleansers. Even the ones that they say are gentle, like the CeraVe, it's really not that good for you, you guys. You need an oil cleanser because that's going to mimic the natural oils that your body produces. It's going to help your hormone health because your body is like slaving away, laboring away, trying to produce oils to keep your skin nourished and hydrated. And what do we do at night? We just strip it all away. And that is a very heavy burden on your hormone health. We don't want that. We're all about balancing out hormones this summer. 
and in general in life. Uh, another way that I would recommend staying hydrated and supporting your skin and your lymphatic pathways is to start eating melon every day. I have been on a huge melon kick recently. I've actually got a bowl of cantaloupe, honeydew, and watermelon with me right as we speak. If you don't know who Medical Medium is, let me put you on. Go look him up. Read some of his books. He'll literally change your whole perspective of health and how the body works. He is a big advocate for eating melon every day because it's what he describes as basically like getting intravenous nutrient therapy. It takes your body so little effort to digest it. It's got so many beneficial enzymes and coenzymes in it. It also just has so many nutrients and the the electrolyte content supposedly is very similar to that of the blood. It's really great for detoxifying, for killing all kinds of mold, mycotoxins, viral neurotoxins, undigested protein toxins, ammonia gas, bacterial toxins. It helps flush all of that out of the system. So that being said, your girl's going to be eating a lot of melon this summer and I'm really excited about it. Listen, here's some ASMR. Faces by Katie, spelled K-A-T-E-Y, on Instagram, who is an absolute angel goddess, is actually who inspired me. I, I've known about Medical Medium for a really long time, but she's doing like this whole Melon May thing, and I just had to hop on. And I mean, so far, so good. I'm feeling hydrated. I'm feeling nourished. Speaking of nourishment and nutrients, I highly suggest that if you have not yet this year, that you get some blood panels done, that you get some lab work done and not just like, I don't know, you need to find a good doctor because some doctors aren't going to tell you that your levels are too low or too high because they're only looking at the whole reference range for what's normal for every person of every age, but you as a 25 year old, like what your thyroid levels look like or what your estrogen levels look like are going to look very different depending on where you're at in your cycle and you know, what, what age you are compared to a 60 year old, like your, your hormone levels are going to look vastly different. So you need to be very mindful of that and find a, a practitioner who is conscious of that. I got my blood work done pretty recently. I also got stool testing done and food sensitivity testing done. Got some really interesting results from that. Uh, Maybe I'll talk about it in a later episode, but this episode's already going to get too long, so we got to save that for later. But I'm very, very excited to say that I'm going to be working with Symbiotica. They create really amazing supplements uh, that and they really prioritize the research and making sure that everything that they create is very bioavailable. They also have a lot of liquid supplements. So I first started with the B12 that they have, and so far I think it's my favorite B12 supplement that I've ever taken, and I have taken a lot because B12 is one of the deficiencies that I've kind of consistently had over the years. Um, But I'm working with them, and they're sending me some stuff, so I will definitely keep you guys updated. I'm really working on my gut health this summer because that was one of the big things that came up in the stool testing is that I am having some like metabolic issues. I'm having some um, diversity issues. There's certain enzymes that are much higher than they should be that are indicating my body's having a hard time detoxifying, which makes sense with like a lot of the challenges I've had over the years. So I'm really focusing on getting what I need. One of the things that I really need more of is resistant starches. This can be found in 
a lot of cooled starch, starchy foods. So like a cold potato salad is really good or cold pasta salad, obviously gluten-free for me, but still getting those like cold grains and cold starches is really great to get um, resistant starches in because it has to do with like the enzymes and how the starches change. I don't really know the science. I read about it a couple days ago, but a lot of it just kind of went over my head or like it's just hard for me to regurgitate. But anyways, and we of course can't leave movement out of this conversation. Get your steps in, get some Pilates movement in. Pilates, y'all, I think that that is the best exercise for me because I I feel like at this point I have kind of tried everything. I do really love getting to the gym and lifting weights as well, but it's just not something I feel like I can do consistently throughout the month because it's just more intense. I feel like it's really great for when you're ovulating or maybe in your um, follicular phase but not so much when you're in your luteal or your menstrual phase because your body just needs something a little bit more grounding, a little bit lower intensity at that point. And I find, I find Pilates is so good because you really can, can kind of determine where on the scale you're at and you can make it as intense or as, um, as, uh, gentle as you'd like. And then yeah, walking a ton, like, especially now it's getting warmer, We just got to be getting our steps in, girlies. It's so good for you. It's so good for moving the lymphatic system, getting that blood circulation going, but it's so good on the joints. And, you know, if you have any sort of joint problem, you know that you have to be really careful to not cause any flare-ups. Like I have some hypermobility stuff. I've just had injuries over the year. I've got, again, like this detoxification gut health situation that I'm still trying to work through. In general, it feels a lot better, but I do feel like – you know, we've got work to do, but I'm, I'm so hopeful because I've made it to this point. And I know that if I just keep it up and stay consistent, like healing, it's a process, you know, healing takes time. And I spent years damaging my body. So I recognize that it's going to take years or more to fix things because, you know, it's a lot easier to knock a house down than it is to build it. Right. So we're, we're rebuilding here. And if you're in that point in your life too, just know that like you just got to be patient. You got to stay focused. You got to stay consistent. Consistency really is key, you guys. And if you stay consistent, you will get the results that you want. No question about it. My last tip for the body to glow up this summer is to invest in an ice roller. I just purchased this travel ice roller that has a little lid on it. So it's super compact and easy to bring with you wherever you may be going in the world. It's also plastic instead of glass. The other ice rollers that I have are the globes, and those are glass, so I don't really want to travel with those. But this one, super easy to just throw in my toiletry bag or even just put in like a day pack depending on where I'm going um, and if I'll have access to a freezer. This is another thing that I would use after being in the sun because it helps to reduce inflammation, help with lymphatic drainage as it constricts the blood vessels to push forward that lymph fluid that is full of cellular waste and toxins that we don't want around here. Hot girls do not have stagnant lymph systems. So with that, let's move on to the final category, which is spirit. First things first, 
Prayer is cool, you guys. You don't have to pray to Jesus or God in order to pray. I'm working on building this into my daily meditation practice so that I'm not just sitting with my thoughts, but I'm actively speaking to the universe or to God or however you kind of want to see it, even if you're just talking to yourself. If that's if that's more comfortable for you, then just do that. But the point is, is saying out loud or even in your head or in on a uh, notebook, in a journal, things that you're grateful for, what people in your life that you want, you know, to be protected and guided and praying for yourself and your own goals and your own vision future, whether you're praying for better communication in your relationship or for a healthier body and guts. You're praying that the microbiome within you starts to to do its job right and to reproduce the way that you want it to. Pray that your family is healthy and protected on their travels this summer. I think one of the most beautiful settings for prayer is in nature. So as it's warming up, obviously we're getting outside more. I already mentioned the benefits of getting infrared light in the a.m., and in the PM when you're going to sleep, it helps to regulate the circadian rhythms. Also, we're getting lots of vitamin D. This is so important for so many functions within our body, especially the lymphatic system. The next thing that holistic hot girls don't do to protect their spirit and protect their, their peace is they don't give themselves away freely. And now this has to do with the obvious of not just like participating in hookup culture because as, as trendy as that is, and as much as you may think that that is going to bring you some kind of satisfaction, it really just drains you. It does not fulfill you. Um, you're setting yourself up to be exposed to uh, STDs, even if you're wearing a condom. Um, so like that's more of the physical side of it, but also from a spiritual side of it. We are not just meant to to give ourselves away freely like that, I believe. And maybe that's more of a traditional approach. And, you know, this is this is not coming from a place of judgment. If you want to participate in that kind of culture and you find that that is helping you thrive, then by all means, do your thing. But I've just found from my personal experiences that when I've done that, it's really just made me feel empty or I've gotten too attached and then felt like, broken in some way. And I find that intimacy like that is so much more powerful and impactful and beautiful when it's with somebody who you really trust, you feel really safe with, who you love deeply. Um, So yeah, just be mindful of that this summer because I know summer is a time where people really like to go wild and they like to go on yacht parties and go to the beach and hook up with strangers or go to the club, whatever. And it's just not the vibe, you guys. Hot girls protect their peace. And I know that that's such a like traditional, like the virgin is pure kind of thing, but it's really true. <laughs> like it's just the facts. But giving yourself away for free can look, you know, a lot of different ways. Cause I was talking about earlier how talking more than you listen can kind of set yourself up in this vulnerable, weak place. And it's good. In certain settings, but you have to be discerning of when it's appropriate to share and when it may not be appropriate to share. Um, when you're giving away your life story and your your traumas, your pain points, that should be with someone you feel very much attuned to in terms of their energy 
And the more you do this, the better you'll get at it. But I feel like for myself personally, I've given away these parts of myself too freely without having the proper energetic boundaries set up. Now I feel like I can talk about these things on the internet because I do feel like from an energetic standpoint, I just feel more grounded and protected than I did in the past. So it's, again, it's kind of like testing the waters and figuring out where exactly you're at on this journey, but just be conscious of it, be aware of it. And two final tips that I have for you are to stop trauma bonding and to stop bonding over gossip and drama. Stop gossiping in order to make friends because the friends who are going to bring you the most value are the people who are too busy focusing on bettering themselves to be worried or overly invested in other people's drama. And they also aren't going to be spreading bad vibes. They aren't going to be casting ill will upon other people because that is just a reflection of what's going on internally. So really prioritize friends who are lifting people up instead of tearing them down. Now, of course, I'm not talking about someone that you're really close with who, and you know something has happened to you that you're really upset about and you're sharing what's going on in your life. That's a different story. I'm just talking about people who you don't know very well and, and you're like bonding over your trauma or bonding over your hatred of another person or whatever it may be in that <laughs> scope of, you know, conversation. Overall, I'm really just feeling so fired up about this summer for both myself and for you because I believe that it's going to be our best summer yet. In fact, I know that it's going to be our best summer yet because we are putting in the work, we're staying consistent, we're valuing ourselves, we know our self-worth, we're coming into that, and that is so powerful, so powerful for transforming your life to be what you want it to be. I know I threw a lot at you this episode. Maybe you're already doing a lot of the things that I mentioned, but maybe you have not done a single thing that I just mentioned in months or even years. So, you know, take everything with a kind of grain of salt for where you're at in your journey. You don't need to rush into doing every single thing on this list, but maybe pick one from each category to start with. I think that's that's a healthy starting point. I know I mentioned a few products throughout this episode. I'm going to do my best to link everything in the description. You can also get a couple of the things that I mentioned on my Amazon storefront, which I will link. This is not the last you will hear from me about glowing up this summer because it's just going to keep getting better. You know, we're just going to keep evolving. I'm never going to be done glowing up. I say that all the time, and I'm pretty excited in here for it, so... With that, I hope that you have a beautiful and wonderful rest of your day, rest of your week, rest of your month, rest of your summer, rest of your year. Can you believe that we're already almost halfway through the year? I can't, but next episode, we'll probably chat a little bit about resetting intentions, revisiting those New Year's resolutions that we casted at the beginning of the year, right? If you found anything helpful in this episode, please give me a follow, give me a review, share it with a friend or family member you know would just absolutely eat it up, and I will chat with you next time. Goodbye. Thank you so much for joining me this week in the safe space of the Wellness Wave podcast. 
If you would like to support me and my show, I would be so grateful if you left a Spotify or iTunes review, followed me on my social channels at Slock Sounds or at the Wellness Wave Pod, or shared with a friend or family member who you know would infinitely benefit from listening. Until next Monday, have a beautiful week with the intention of creating waves.